Blog Talk Radio. Did it? No, it looks like you're it. Everybody out there, I don't know if you're out there or not, and I am uh, Ross motherfucking Miller over here, Mother F. Ross, and um, I am uh, coming to you live, uh, kind of, from this thing here, uh, the, uh, I don't really know what this project would be necessarily, but but I'm here, I got uh, my buddy Tony coming in here in a second. What's up, everybody? Hey, what's happening? I can hear you, all right? Can you hear me? Hey. Ah, yeah, all of you. All right. It always starts off as a bell tone commercial. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? So anyway, um, I uh, was uh, just letting them know that we're here talking about our projects. You know, we haven't been on the air in a little while. We've been doing little things here and there, but we haven't been going like regular like we were. But hey, we've been busy. We've been doing other stuff. So we're not neglecting you guys. We're just trying to make the show bigger and better. We're just treating you like a stepchild. Exactly. Except, you know, without the coat hangers. Well, the lucky ones get the coat hangers. All right. So, anyway, um, (laughs) so so what have you been up to? What's your latest things? Well, well, I've been doing a lot of things this summer. I mean, pretty much uh, helping. I did a lot of commercials and working on a couple of uh, projects, which. If you know people who put this stuff on uh, deferred payment, which means we'll pay you later if we get money, <laughs> pretty much still working for free <laughs> with the dream of getting paid. You know how many deferred films I have out there? <laughs> Acting on consignment and shit, right? <laughs> it's pretty much it. But, uh, you can, you can hold my image and likeness, and <laughs> it will be expected once you make money. I Like you'll have a lean on their film eventually. I, that's, I won't start doing that for now. While I'm gonna put a lean on people, I'll work on your film, but I have to get the title of your car, or I'm not doing it. I gotta make sure I get something. Like <laughs> I need something, you know. But but don't get me wrong, I love acting. It'd be nice to get paid on some of it. I got I did a, I did a, a commercial. Um, it's called Startup, which is I guess a kind of like a child protective service kind of thing where they take bad the kids in bad situations, put them in nice homes, and so I did a commercial for them, which no one, I'm, I'm, even the kid, we had a little girl, she was like maybe 12 years old, that um, totally got her just having fun with it. And I played the social worker, so I was, because you didn't hear my, me talking, the whole point of, there's, there'll be a voiceover, look at this poor child, we're going to take him from a bad environment to a new one, you know that kind of spiel, right? But you're not hearing mm-hmm. the dialogue between me and a little girl, so we had our own dialogue. So, like, we'll be going, walking to a door and say, okay, this is our last chance. If you, if you don't like me, man, I got to study to Mexico, work at the farm. And she would play along with me because the audio they were going to be used. Said, I'll do my best. I'll make them, I'll make them love me. She, the girl was so funny. That's and awesome. The, the, and when the door opened up, we had the parents, and they're like, oh, all surprised. And when you look at the video, it looked like this, oh, what a beautiful girl. This, oh, wonderful. Oh, but they were really just saying, oh, we wanted a blonde girl, blue eyes. Can you get another one? They're just saying stuff like that. It's just made a whole yeah, that's cool. Right. And, uh, that was how my summer started with that commercial. And then I did a, um, <laughs> I worked on a movie where I was actually out camping. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm sorry, I was spoiled. I, I was very lucky because it had all this camping gear and it had one RV. 
and the RV had one bedroom, and they gave that to me. I don't know how that <laughs> happened, but they're I, like, "He's old. Um, he ain't gonna live. He ain't gonna survive in the woods." You got to use a camera. You got to make it as normal as possible. But I have to admit, it was part of the best weekend part of being with filmmakers that I had the, the entire summer. And that was just the beginning of the summer. That's when my summer started. Working on what was it call. that you'd say you liked the most about it? Uh, well, I would say the the whole production was with real, true filmmakers and actors and just creative artists. It was, they were there for the love of making movies. Even wow. all the hiccups and problems and stuff that I would not have done as a director, it was hard for me not to direct. I wasn't there to hire as a director. I was there to shoot right. the. Um, I was there to shoot the back uh, behind the scenes. Now, here's the funny part, and this is so true. Okay, before the pre- there was a pre-production meeting, and the director told me, they told me for everybody that I don't care how bad it gets, you shoot everything. He told me straight up that if I'm gonna have an attitude. I want you to capture that. So, okay, you say, you're saying that now, but remember, once we get on set, I'm going to follow these rules and you're, going to, you're not going to like me. And I warned him that. So, I also did double duty cook into two stories. So the best part was that I shot all behind scenes stuff. I said, I shoot everything I want to shoot. He's trying, he's trying to direct me. So, you got to keep in mind, we're shooting more footage of the behind scenes than the actual movie. You're not going to have time to edit all stuff. I'm capturing all the key moments whatsoever. So, then one time, there was a big, big argument over one of the scenes. It wasn't set right. It was issues with the camera. The director of photography. Let's number one. When you deal with the director of photography, listen to what he's saying because he knows what the fuck he's talking about. So it got really heated. And so I turned my camera, got right in his face, and I said, what's going on here? Because I don't want to talk about it, Tony. He said, no, no, you can talk about it now. This is what's about the production. This is what people need to hear. So you need to talk right now. I'm going to start over, and we'll go right into it. It took me two, three times to get to his headset that I was not going to leave so I get a comment. You know, and he was so pissed at me that night. He told me later, man, I really got pissed off at you getting my face. I said, but you got some good information. You got to look back and be glad I shot it. I'll carry mad at me right now. I really don't care. And right back with the rest of the crew, started smoking, chilling. It was cool. I had a, you would have had a good time. You would have had a good time out there. I never have a good time. You know better than that. <laughs> no, nah, you would. It was cool though, and uh, and uh, just stuff that I never did before. Um, oh, you know, it was so, one of those kinds of camping trips. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was like <laughs> they did. Oh, my! Um, they want everybody to take the picture of all the shirts off, and so they all everybody did it. So I said, oh well, okay, sure. So we took clear all our shirts off, and then it was all taken with oil all over ourselves. So we did. We took another picture with oil. And then um, that's all I'm saying. It got real crazy after that. Yeah, then the rest of it is for the uh, after show. We'll talk to yes. you about that in the very special for members only. It costs you fifteen ninety nine per minute to listen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so June was mostly commercials and films I worked on. Um, awesome. Promising I would work with people and like and I did, I kept a lot of promises which I thought I was not going to do. I did some stand up. Uh, pretty much. You did some sit down. I don't know. I'm that, sorry. I, I don't know why it's Saturday night. I'm goofy already. Is alright. But I will say that I'm a big fan. I have a buddy who, who's working uh, high times, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm reaping the benefits of him working there. So. <laughs> I don't want him to get fired. Do a good job there. <laughs> don't screw up. <laughs> That's awesome. So, uh, I got a lot of product. When I say product, let me make myself clear. I'm talking about like merchandise, hats, t-shirts, you name it, just all kinds of 
and even like like rolling paper and rolling trays. I'd be like, dude, I can open my own store. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just June. Okay, well, what you? Yeah, how was your June? <laughs> so far, this summer's been a trip. Um, I've been kind of trying to find ways to incorporate uh, what I can do. My limited amount of musical skills. I know, you know, you you always give me credit on being a good guitarist, and I I've worked hard as far as my guitar work goes, but my musician skills are limited, and it's um, something that I've been working on, and I'm actually getting a little better at it. So <clears throat> a few months back, I about three months ago almost, I uh, purchased a uh, MK2 drum machine. This is from the company uh, Native Instruments. And uh, they use the the software is called Machine, and it's uh, it's kind of a um, uh, software where you can structure your songs with it. And you can use the the drum machine itself. The hardware is the interface, so that you can set the beats. You can pull from things that have already been created and twist those around, or do whatever you want. Really, pretty much, you've got a lot of uh, freedom in there. And so I've been using their instruments. I've been using voice packs. I've uh, <clears throat> kind of been figuring out how to make melodies with bass and, uh, uh, you know, the bass line as well as the standard, uh, the treble clef line. I don't know what – I'm not – as you can tell, I don't know the terminology. I've been playing guitar since I was 12 years old, and it's always been kind of more as a hobby of mine. I've never really pushed it to be real super serious. And so I never learned any of the technique or the – you know, but I can play the shit. Hey, I can play fucking Livia Strangiato, so that's all I know. Can you read music? <laughs> huh? Can you read music? Um, to a point, I can read tablature. I can read, like, the difference between music and tablature, if you're not 